Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I am your host as always, David Coward. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in, for taking time out of your day to listen to what this guy has to say. So it's Monday. It's Monday. I'm on vacation. Vacation mode. We decided to stay home and do a staycation. A little bit of a change of plans, but you know, it is what it is. Able to get some things taken care of at home and uh, you know, clean up, things like that. I mean, we've been in and out of our suitcases pretty much all year. Uh, you know, uh, last year, back and forth, running all over the place. And uh, just decided to, you know, stay home and work on some stuff. So here I am. My license expires in a week. <laughs> so, because my birthday's coming up on next Sunday. So I decided to go out to the DMV get my license renewed because I've got to get one of those new fancy ones with the little star on it that says I'm allowed to get on an airplane. Um, I also need to make some adjustments because apparently um, I found out um, when filling out some documents, um, they were like, oh, you can't put down that you're 5'9". Your license says that you're 5'6". So, yeah, <laughs> I have to fix that. Um, and... Uh, you know, so I've got to get them to adjust some things, get a new picture taken. I mean, it's been nearly a decade since the last time I had a picture taken uh, for my license. So I need to get that updated. And, um, yeah, so lots of things to change there. So just getting ready to do that and, you know, start conquering the day, you know. So I wanted to get out there first thing in the morning. Well, as early as first thing in the morning as I can because my alarm goes off at 4.30 DMV doesn't open till 8, so obviously I had three and a half hours to wait before I could get there and go do that. So I've just been trying to work on some stuff. Um, I sent the um, most recent drafts that I have of the last five chapters of the book that I'm working on, uh, that I'm co-authoring with my good friend Robert Kelly, uh, to him for him to kind of work on them and add some stuff. And see what he thinks of what I've written so far, see how close he thinks we are. And uh, so he'll go through that and let me know. So I'm excited about that. Uh, my novel is out. All of the updates are finally published. So with that being said, if you're interested in checking out my science fiction novel, Hurtling Towards a Home, A Story of Hope, then you definitely can do that now. It is on Amazon, Kindle, and iBooks. Um, and I've actually been selling copies of it, so I'm excited. Um, I've got uh, people that have been buying the one because they're like, oh, well, this one's going to be worth more, the one where the margins are, are, are jacked up <laughs> and stuff's not on the page the way it's supposed to be. So, um, you know, I've actually sold a, sold a couple of those, given a couple away um, to friends, to close friends uh, that I had promised them when I first started writing this book that I'd give them one when it came out. So this was like, you know, July, August time frame. You know, they're like, Oh yeah, when it comes out, can I get a copy? I was like, sure. You know, though of course by that time I was still wondering if I was actually going to be able to finish it because I was looking at 50,000 words wondering how am I going to write 50,000 words? That's the minimum, uh, average, the low end of, what a fiction novel should be to be considered for publishing by like a major publishing company. 
So I was sitting there thinking like, how, how am I going to get there? You know, how am I going to get from here to there? And I finally just had to go, what, you know what? I'm going to say, yes, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to take steps. I'm going to take this first step. I'm going to take the second step. And I'm going to take every step necessary until I hit that margin. And I hit that mark. And, you know, it's it's really amazing how by the time I got close to the end where I'm like, wow, I'm almost at 50,000, I started having so much more to the story to write that I realized that I've got to break this up into multiple books. So I started this journey wondering how in the world I was ever going to write 50,000 words on a piece of paper. Or, well, that's impossible, but how <laughs> I was going to write 50,000 words to a book and publish it. And by the end, I was like, this is going to have to be a trilogy. There's no way I could write this in one book. I need to stop. I need to find a place to actually stop writing because otherwise this book's going to be like, you know, longer than any other book on the planet. It's going to be like you set it down on a table and it's going to break the table, you know. Um, and this is just Jonathan's story. This isn't even this isn't even me going off and telling other people's stories. These would This is still following just him. And so I finally had to figure out a way to stop the book because it was turning into a monster. And I feel like it ended up in, up in a good place. And so we have the book, and it is out. It is available. And, you know, you just got to step out there and do that thing. You know, you've just got to do it. You know, you can't let anything stop you. You just need to say yes and do it. You know, if there's something that you're passionate about that you want to do, don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it, that you shouldn't do it. They might ask you why you're doing it. You know, when I was writing my book, I've told this story before. I'm sitting there typing away furiously. And one of my coworkers was like, what are you doing? Are you writing a book or something? You're typing a lot. And I said, yeah, actually, yeah, I'm writing a novel. And they were just like, they didn't know how to respond to that. They were like, oh, cool. Uh, since when when are you a writer? I was like, I just started. And, uh, you know, and in that, seeing there wondering how I was going to get from word one to word 50,000, I eventually got to the point where I was like, if I don't stop, I'm going to be at word 150,000. I'm still going to be writing this dang book. So... You know, don't worry about that. Don't let that intimidation take you over to where it stops you. Because trust me, once you get into the process and you keep doing it. And you keep showing up and you keep showing up every day. And even if you're writing 100 words, even if you're writing 500 words, whatever the case may be, whatever you're writing, put words on paper each day. Be consistent about it. Be deliberate about it and then when you get there you're gonna you're not gonna be surprised at all you're gonna be like oh man I, I need to stop somewhere I need to split this out into multiple books it's the same with anything you do yeah you're gonna wonder like how am I gonna do a weekly podcast how am I gonna pull that off 
just do it. Just start out there, put it together, start getting it conceptualized, and then start recording episodes. You know, like a good friend, uh, Luke Williams, who I interviewed on the podcast recently, uh, you know, uh, last year. He's starting a podcast. It's called Grab a Cloud Podcast. It's not live yet. But what he's doing is he's going out there and interviewing people. He's recording interviews. And he's going to be putting them out, as far as I know, like twice a week. He's going to do two interviews a week. So he's trying to get enough interviews under his belt so that he can continue doing the schedule that he has and not have to end up where he's like struggling to get a, get somebody um, booked to make his, you know, his deadline for that week or whatever. So, and he's got some great ideas for his podcast. I'm not going to say anything more than that. Um, but he's got some phenomenally cool ideas for other episodes that will kind of punctuate these interviews. And so I definitely recommend keeping an eye out for it. And I'll, of course, officially announce it. I may even very well have him back on the show if he's interested in doing that, where we can actually do like an official, like, hey, here's the launch. Podcast is live. Check it out. That type of thing. And, uh, you know, we'll see how that, that pans out. But uh, right now, you know, um, I was just actually on the Angel Jones podcast, 12-Minute Convos. And I think that is actually how it is on the podcast. If you look it up, there's no spaces or anything like that. It's just 12-Minute Convos. Let me look that up just to be sure. I'm actually staying in my house because, like I said, I'm waiting to go to the DMV. So um, I can pull that up. But I was actually, it was funny because when I released the book and started talking about that, um, it was, they were like, oh, you should be on this podcast. This guy, um, you know, likes to interview people. It's called 12 Minute Convos. I was like, hmm, okay. You know, sounds neat. And so I put in a recommend, I put in a you know form to be on the show and just record the episode uh, last night, and it was really cool. Uh, it was a really neat concept. He's interviewed many, 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 many people. <laughs> he's got a. I think he in 2016 he had a goal to interview like a thousand and one people, and he interviewed like that many people. Uh, he's got somewhere in the neighborhood of like. Ah, here it is, 2,031 episodes as of his last episode to be released. So I'm not sure when my show, uh, my episode is going to air, but I'll also give you guys an update on that. And it's actually just 12 min, M-I-N, convos, C-O-N-V-O-S. Very cool show. He's a very cool guy uh, from uh, Trinidad and Tobago. And... uh, yeah, he just interviews people. He just he just puts it out there. There was one point where he's traveling across America and Canada, and so while he was out there, he was meeting people and having in person conversations, um, you know, in person interviews, and then of course he does them through Skype as well. And uh, you know, just really really cool guy, um, cool vibe to the show. I listened to a couple episodes just to kind of get a feel what to expect. Uh, when I was on there, um, this, you know, 
you know, just before going on the show. And I was like, okay, let me listen to two or three. Okay, got it. I think I know. Kind of, you know, learn more about the show. And it's definitely cool to check out because he has, if you're looking for something, chances are he's got some episode about something that you're interested in with, with over 2,000 episodes under his belt. <laughs> so um, that was really cool. And, uh, you know, you can check out his website, which is 12minuteconvos.com. Uh, uh, minute actually spelled out, 12 spelled out. So it's T-W-E-L-V-E, minute convos.com and uh, you know if you're interested in being interviewed on a show I definitely recommend checking it out like I said it's a cool show and uh, the only requirement is really that you have Skype <laughs> and uh, you know he'll uh, he'll hook you up so um, yeah it's a lot lot going on lot going on you know the show's doing well and thank you guys for, for following for being for being here week in, week out, day in, day out. Um, you know, I know you guys are loving interviews. I'm trying to bring you more and more interviews. And uh, I've been bringing a lot of interviews to the table. I'm very grateful for every single interview and person who's agreed to do an interview with me. And I'm going to continue this trend. I'm going to keep doing it. I keep rocking them out. Keep having fun. I've got a really special interview tomorrow uh, with good friend who I happened to meet through LinkedIn local and uh, we're actually going to do it in person we're going to do it uh, the we'll probably sit in my car but um, because the coffee shop has music playing and stuff like that so it might be a little loud but um, I'm definitely thrilled to feature her on the show and to uh, to bring this interview to you guys and share what she's doing so very cool also got an interview set up with a couple other people coming up and yeah I mean I've got like three or four interviews scheduled and uh, you know keep having people reach out getting one scheduled with an author who reached out to me through my email address uh, where I'd been telling you guys like yeah if you're interested in being on the show shoot me an email he actually did <laughs> so he's an author and um, I'm not going to tell you anything about it I'm going to keep you in suspense but uh, we're getting that time set up right now, and um, you know, just have just have uh, a lot of good interviews coming down the pike, and I, I hope you are enjoying those. I know you guys are, because uh, all of my interviews are, are just climbing the charts and counts. So, so thank you guys for that, for your support of these people who are coming on the show. It means so much to them too. They're always thrilled to hear, because everyone's all all messing and be like, guess what? You just broke 200 listens, you know. <laughs> so I try to keep them updated on how their, their episodes are going. That's always fun to give them kind of updates. Um, you know, and definitely check out the show's website, Car Thoughts with David. Um, if you are a podcaster, definitely check it out and see if it's something you might be interested in. <clears throat> because, you know, it's uh, definitely a cool layout. I really dig it. And I'm really happy with what Radio Public did there for me. Um, you know, so I, I just want to share that with you guys. And, um, you know, whatever you're doing, whatever you're learning, you know, learning is so vital to enjoyment. Learning something new, learning something exciting is always so vital. 
So go out there and pick up a hobby. You know, be it web design, be it graphic design, be it music, you know, whatever. And, you know, I always tell people, because I, I was a musician for quite a number of years, I still am not as much as I used to be, but, um, you know, I always told people this. I said, you don't have to start out with the the best equipment. Start out with good equipment. And when you get good, then buy the good, the really, really good equipment, you know? When I started playing saxophone, I got a second-hand saxophone that was almost, if not, it was probably older than I was. It was a piece of junk. Um, we had to have it repadded uh, because the pads were worn out. Um, had to get a new mouthpiece because the mouthpiece looked like the guy just chewed on it in his, uh, in his spare time. It was disgusting. Well, I mean, obviously would have got a new mouthpiece anyway, but still... You know, it was it was pretty chewed up. It looked like maybe a dog had taken to it, which I knew a dog hadn't, so that was kind of weird. Um, and I played it. I played it till the thing pretty much fell apart. Um, when it came time for me to switch from saxophone to guitar, uh, my parents got me a little cheap Fender, you know, one of the Christmas specials where it was like 159 bucks, and you got the guitar and the amp and a gig bag and a cord and a tuner. And a couple picks. And that was my first guitar. And I played the heck out of that thing. Um, and then as I increased in my skill, I started becoming more, um, you know, traveled. You know, I started touring uh, with, with local bands. I started playing at multiple churches. I started um, branching out. I started playing open band nights. I started doing all of these things where I was actually becoming like, this could be a career. I started buying better guitars. And by the time I stopped doing those activities, I had 13 guitars that were at a value with my amps and everything. I probably had nearly $30,000 worth of equipment at that time um, that I had accumulated. And then I went and sold a lot of that off as I stopped playing because I felt like all of those things needed a good home where they could be valued and appreciated. So I sold down to just a very bare minimum equipment that I could keep around the house just for whenever I wanted to jam, just hang out, have a good time. And so I did that. And it's the same with the podcast. You know, started out with just my cell phone and the free headphones that came with my cell phone. Over time, as I made money at the podcast, as I started monetizing the podcast, I took that money and invested it in getting a better headset. Um, I'm eventually going to invest and get a... Um, I'm investing it in getting a website through the Radio Public website, Car Thoughts with David. And I'm eventually going to invest in getting like an iPod um, or an iPad or, or a, some kind of another device just to record the podcast on so it's not all going through my phone just simply because my battery is constantly dead on my phone because I record my podcast, I do videos, I do all of these things on my phone and the battery pretty much perpetually stays dead. So, um, you know, I'm going to eventually get something to record the podcast on that's not going to put as much stress on my telephone. So... With that being said, start out with what you have. You don't have to be perfect. 
You know, I've actually had somebody say, wow, some of your episodes, it sounds like you're recording in a studio. I don't have a studio. <laughs> I'm recording this in a bedroom um, right now. Most of the time I'm in my car driving. And people are like, yeah, oh yeah, it sounds like you're in a studio. I'm like, I got a $25 Logitech gaming headset and my cell phone. And I'm in my car shifting gears, road noise, cars, you name it, it's out there. And people are amazed at the sound quality. And it's only going to get better as I buy better equipment, obviously. So, I mean, that's something really cool. And you don't have to go out there and spend thousands of dollars. The key is is to take the first step. To realize it's something you want to do. Because then you're going to have that remorse where you're like, God, I spent $2,000 and I don't really like podcasting. Then you got to try and sell it. Or you're going to start podcasting and realize you don't like it. And um, then you're going to keep doing it. And the show's not going to do well because people will be able to tell that you don't enjoy doing it. And then you're going to be even more upset that you're doing it. And it's the same with anything. People can tell. People can tell when you're being genuine and honest about stuff. And, you know, so do with what you got. Do, go out there and do it. And then as things come along and you realize that it's the right thing for you, the right move for you, then go out there and, you know, build on that. Invest in it, you know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's something that I think everybody needs to do. Not necessarily start a podcast, but to go out there and do something. Do something that you enjoy, that you love. Share your story. I do believe everybody has a story to share. I do believe that everybody should share their story. I'm glad I said that right. There were a lot of S's in there, and I was afraid I was going to say something bad. (laughs) But yes, so everybody has a story to share, and everybody should share their story. That, I believe wholeheartedly. And that's why I'm here. On top of the fact that this is really phenomenal therapy. It helps me get ideas out of my head out of my brain and out into the universe and I'm able to speak them and just let them go and that is what I love about podcasting and I've heard actually several people say this so it's not just me I've actually heard other people say this where they've said yeah it's so therapeutic and I'm like yeah it really is it is so therapeutic and the same could be true for videos if you're if you're somebody who wants to do videos and do YouTube you know There are people out there podcasting on YouTube. There are people out there podcasting on other platforms. You know, I have done a couple episodes where I've talked about how you could do podcasting live through Twitter or Facebook using the audio-only features and actually just put out a podcast through Facebook or Twitter um, and actually have people come in and listen to what you're talking about, um, which I actually think on a couple of the episodes where I tested it just to just to see what it was and how it worked. I think on a couple of the episodes, I had two or three people pop in and start listening to my podcast, and then they popped right back out because they were kind of in the middle of the conversation and they didn't know what the heck was going on, so they left, but uh, but it was kind of cool. So, you know, whatever it is, whatever your medium is, whatever it is you want to do, writing is greatly therapeutic. You know, uh, mu- playing music is greatly therapeutic. Um you know, just go out there and do it, man. Just do it. 
and and then as you go build up your arsenal you know you don't have to start out you know like like think take like a video game your character doesn't start out at 1199 you don't start out driving a lamborghini you start out in a pinto your character starts at level one you got to build up you got to grind you got to earn experience you got to earn coin <laughs> take that coin and upgrade your pinto you know tweak the whole thing you know get all the gear ratios just right and then you can afford to buy a camaro you know and then you can afford to buy you know and you keep going everything's a process everything is a process you've got to go through the process but if you don't start the process you can't expect to end the process so hope you guys have enjoyed this episode it is about time for me to go get that license so I'm legal to drive, so I can drive my Volkswagen. <laughs> well, I'll be legal to drive until I get the new license, obviously. You guys know how that works. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. Definitely check out 12 Men Convos and what's the other podcast I mentioned? Well, go back and listen. I, I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, as always, car thoughts out. Hey, everybody. David here. Do you guys like science fiction? If so, I just released a novel. It's called Hurtling Toward a Home, A Story of Hope. It's set many hundreds of years in the future when Earth just couldn't support us anymore. We thought we had more time. We didn't take it seriously. We didn't listen to what was being said. And now we have to suddenly build ships and figure out a place to go, but where? So we decide to just go everywhere, to just send ships off in every direction that any scientist has ever said could potentially support human life. To give us the best chance of survival, we're going to try every planet. So we built ships and loaded supplies and robots on them and shipped them ahead to try and prepare and test the planets uh, to make sure that they were suitable as we were building our fleet to leave for our great exodus from Earth. This particular story follows one ship, the Hope, and one young man, Jonathan, as he's always dreamed of living this life of adventure from what he's seen from old Earth movies and read in novels. And he longs for that type of, of an adventure. He longs to set foot on a planet. And yet, he is not. But... After his 16th birthday, he gets sent off on a secret mission and an adventure that he never thought he would ever be able to live. I am so excited to share this journey with you guys, and I thank you guys for checking it out. Again, Hurtling Towards a Home, A Story of Hope by David Calvert.